0: You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. What is happening it is your morning ritual we've hit thursday the month i mean i mean we're at april 19th already this is just insane garrett lewis right here it's your morning ritual knst am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk now there are three things i think you need to know number one oh baby So the Trumpster, acting presidential, never gets credit for it. Did you hear what he said about North Korea? If I don't think it's a fruitful meeting, I will respectfully get up and leave. I mean, the you know, for, if you think about this, you know how freaky it is that you're going to meet a murderous, lying, thug dictator with nukes? Nobody ever thought this would ever happen. He was going to go in there and check it out. So, yeah, uh, I'm just telling you. So Pompeo went there. We talked about it yesterday. And he he said, this guy's for real, Mr. Prez. And he said, all right. And yesterday, a press conference with the prime minister, Abe, of Japan, said, if things aren't going well, it's not fruitful. I'm getting up and I'm out of there. We'll get to that later on the show. Second thing that I think you need to know, Arizona, the PTA, the Arizona PTA has pulled support. From the Doug Ducey School Funding Plan. They call it, quote, unsustainable. Because they never really got anything besides, we're going to get the money from the economy doing better. Uh, so you have that, which is nice. And they said we're not, we're not mad at the guy. We're just, you know, it, we just don't think it's there. So uh, they I guess they go back to the drawing board. We'll see. Third thing that I think you need to know... We're going to switch this up throughout the day, but how about this? This is something you're not going to hear in the mainstream media. 94%. This is really crazy. 94% of immigrants in American prisons, it's over 35,000 people, are actually criminal, illegal aliens. Oh, yeah. Three things I think you need to know. I mean, child sex assaults, rape, manslaughter, murder, drug trafficking, you name it, There, 94% of immigrants in, in our prisons, it's over 35,000 people are criminal legal aliens, how much do you think that costs every year? Do you think that um, if we had a wall to keep these people out, we could put that money back into schools, education? Don't you think so? I think so. But then again, that's just me. So, uh, yeah, look, there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now, which I think is just awesome. We need to get into this. I should have probably put this as one of the three things, but I was going to talk about it anyway. Um, This situation going on in California is really incredible. In California, now, you'd never really thought this would actually be true, do you? I mean, they're getting some more guts now. It's like California is, but listen, they're still wacky. It's still California. But it's kind of becoming the example of what needs to happen with, let's just say, teachers. If something bad happens, somebody needs to say something. And it's, it's like as soon as somebody does say something, then somebody else will say something. Like all these cities, all these counties in California, it only took one, that little town in California. Which one was it? Los Alamitos? I think they were the first ones to sit back and say, you know what? We're against this sanctuary state law. So we're against this sanctuary state law. And next thing you know, another city does. And a county does. And another city. And I think it's over 12 right now. So all of a sudden, University of California at Berkeley has something called the Haas Institute for a Fair and Inclusive Society. And they must have had their heartbroken over this. We have a, an institute for kids to read read and talk good. What was that in Zoolander? is <laughs> too small. Yeah, exactly. It's not really. People can't go there. Um. So anyway, this this Berkeley Haas Institute for a Fair and Inclusive Society, I'm sure it's very inclusive to people, that think, like us. Anyway, they did a survey. And it showed that there was an overwhelming majority of Californians that want to actually deport more illegal immigrants. And almost half support Trump's travel ban, trying to cut back terrorists from getting here, lying and getting here. What? No way. So get this, this Fox News has this uh, wrap-up on this. They tried to put a uh, liberal spin on it. And it's because uh, it's Berkeley still. I mean, it's Berkeley, right? So uh, in the the findings of a statewide December 2017 survey, December, I mean, this is five months ago, Jeez, The Haas Institute yesterday tried to put the spin on it. Like the headline of its news release said, writing, the majority of Californians oppose border wall, support racial inclusion. Who's against racial inclusion? If you're against illegal immigration, it doesn't mean you're against racial inclusion. But you got to love that, right? So, all of a sudden, majority of Californians oppose border wall, support racial inclusion. But the data actually says 66% reject the idea that the U.S.-Mexico border wall is an important immigration policy priority. Not that they impose the wall entirely. They just say, eh, you know, when it comes to policy priority, not that important. It doesn't mean we oppose it. But they say they oppose the wall. of Californians have positive views of Muslims, fine. 51% oppose banning people from majority Muslim countries from entering the U.S. But 59% find it important to increase deportations to those here without documentation. 59% said it's important to increase deportations for people that are here illegally. I love this, though. 67% think undocumented immigrants should be able to buy health insurance on the California State Exchange. So the Haas Institute said, listen, Californians hold some contradictory and troubling views. Trouble. What a place, huh? I mean, it's a, why is it troubling? Because you disagree with it? Huh. Almost 40 percent don't want to limit law enforcement cooperation with ice so that almost 40 percent are against what the state passed in their sanctuary law so you have that um but I thought it was uh I thought it was interesting I mean it's again it's still California it's still California but 59 percent want more deportations you're out of here but then almost 80 percent say they support a pathway to citizenship for dreamers of course they confuse that with DACA. How about that? Crazy stuff, isn't it? Crazy stuff. So we'll see. Is California going to become a bit more normal? Let's not go crazy. I wouldn't go that far, but whatever. But then you sit back and again you, you that's that story about 94% of immigrants in, in our prisons are criminal illegal aliens. 94%. What if we didn't have them here? You know how much money we could save? incarceration costs oh and by the way uh sanctuary city new york city they had a big uh a big roundup let's just say you can't say that why not they arrested 225 illegal aliens it was operation keep safe it was a six-day operation 225 arrests of illegal aliens 180 that that had been convicted of numerous crimes and New York City wanted to police him. I uh, wanted. I'm sorry. Wanted to protect him. So you ready? Ready for this? I mean, why do we have these people here? You know who was arrested by ICE? A 56 year old Haitian national, convictions of manslaughter second degree, tampering with physical evidence, criminal possession of a weapon fourth degree, sentenced to four to 12 years in prison. Why is that person not gone? In Brentwood, Long Island, 35 year old Guatemalan national. Already been deported five separate times. Five has convictions of DWI, aggravated unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle, illegal reentry after removal. I mean, this is just the stuff. Oh, here's another. Brooklyn, a 39 year old Jamaican national, registered sexual offender. He's actually registered. We know who he is, where he is. Why is he still here? Convictions of criminal possession of a loaded firearm, third degree. Attempted rape first degree. The victim, a child under the age of 13. These are just some of the examples of the people, the illegal aliens that were arrested. And you know what's crazy? There'll be people fighting for them, saying this is just wrong. This is bad. Really bad. In Brooklyn, a 32-year-old Ecuadorian national registered sexual offender. Convictions of rape. Convictions of rape in the second degree. Sentenced to four years in, in prison. The victim was a child under the age of thirteen. Excuse me. So, um, look at this. This is crazy, isn't it? Remember, was it what a couple of weeks ago that Democratic congresswoman from New York was upset that an illegal alien was arrested outside of the courtroom? And he was already deported, what was it, like 15, no, five times? 15 times? It was something crazy like that. And he was being arrested this time for domestic abuse. Uh, I mean, just just insane. So, um, listen. The good news is, and I know sometimes you get mad. We get mad. We want a wall. We want it now. Everything else, people go Ann Coulter, which she gets a bit, she's a bit much sometimes. She is. However, Look at all the things that we've wanted to happen, that we've called for happening. And they, they've been happening for now over a year. ICE is going around arresting illegal aliens, especially the really dangerous ones. I mean, there are, there are some good things that are happening right now. Really good things. So, there, yeah, there you go. You know, I'm just, I'm just telling you, There's we would be complaining and be disappointed and depressed if Hillary were in there because none of this stuff would be happening. We'd be sitting back saying, what is going on? And the Republicans would fold so easily and never fight. I'm just telling you. I'm just, tell- oh, I got one more for you. We'll get to coming back. Uh, you think this blue wave is coming? Is it really? Even in in, uh, in New York, I think they're a bit scared. Did you hear what the New York governor did? And I know we're not there, but I'm just, you got to hear it. And then we'll get to Steve Christie, by the way, at 810 this morning. Steve Christie at 810 uh, about uh, why he supported this deal for Pima County to Just accept a donation of 130 acres of land that was an out of business golf course that's going to cost 100 grand a year to maintain. For what? And we got to pay 90 grand to fix it up because it's just in a mess right now? Rhodes. We'll find out from him at 810 more about that. Don't go anywhere. KNSTAM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. 630. Thank you for hanging out. 55 out now. Going to be 89. Oh, it's 89. Thought it was going to be 86, 89, 76 tomorrow, though. Low 90s, early part of next week, and then in the uh, 80s again for next weekend. So they say now. I love it. Let's keep it up. Let's not hit triple digits just yet. Uh, or even high 90s. Uh, okay, so by the way, 710 this morning. We have a lot to get to with Starbucks. This follow up with that. There's a black comedian that just, that demanded reparations. Free coffee from Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's a conservative guy. It's hilarious. It's pretty funny. Uh, you think the, the barista gave it to him? Oh yeah. And then these guys are telling their story now. The two guys that were arrested, they feared for their lives. We'll get to all that seven ten this morning. It's just, it's just too much. Uh so New York Governor Andrew Andrew Cuomo granted. Th- you ready for this? Thirty five thousand paroled felons, convicted felons. You lose your right to vote when you're convicted. But he said, nah, we need more Democratic voters. You 35,000, you now have the right to vote. Excuse me? It was an executive order. State Republicans blocked a bill in the state Senate, and all of a sudden this guy's like, you know what, forget the process. I'm going to just be like a king like Obama was, and I'm going to say you guys can vote. Cuomo said, quote, I'm unwilling to take no for an answer at the annual convention of the Reverend Alan Sharpton's National Action Network in New York City. I'm going to make a law by executive order. Isn't that just nice? Hmm. Uh, this directive includes New York and a list of 14 states and the District of Columbia that allows felons to vote in elections after serving their sentence. Isn't like the whole thing about not committing a crime? I mean, one of the one of the whole motivating factors besides not becoming a convicted felon, uh, conv- uh, convicted uh, felon, not going to prison, not being someone's girlfriend. You also don't, you know, you you don't want to lose the right to vote. No, it doesn't matter. Cuomo said nearly three-fourths of parolees in New York are black or Latino, and allowing parolees to vote will help them to reconnect with their community. And by doing that, meaning get more Democrats in office. So will there really be a blue wave if Democratic lawmakers like Cuomo need to do this to try to get more voters, even in New York? Or you know who's challenging him in New York? She's a real wacko. She's like Bernie-style wacko. Uh, Cynthia Nixon, the redheaded chick from Sex and the City. She is apparently going to uh, primary him. And she says he's not left enough. So is he doing this just to try to keep the far left radicals? This is crazy. 633 on KNST AM 790. I have a story coming up. Um, Apparently, you know, 4th Avenue. What do you think of 4th Avenue? You're in Tucson. One of the... Dirty? Too many uh, hippies. Hippies. Range. Dirty. Kind of, you know. Some cool shops, but... It, it, is it really, though? I mean, they got some. unique stuff. It's got some character. It's got character. Let's give it to you. It's got character. Apparently, Maloney's. I guess Maloney's is no longer. Did it close? I didn't realize it closed. I mean, I'm too you young. I mean, I'm yet. too old. I'm too old. <laughs> You're too young for Maloney's. I'm too, too young, yes. I'm too old. But uh, Maloney's down at the end of 4th Avenue near 8th Street is uh, is going to be replaced by, it looks like... A high rise apartment for college students. And of course, the uh the unique business owners on Fourth Avenue aren't happy about that. You gotta hear what they say coming up. Right now, it's Fox. Talk. Word. What's going on? How you doing? It's uh 642 on this Thursday, April nineteenth. Three things that I think you need to know. And this is uh I mean, this is some big, 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 big stuff. We could switch some stuff around. Ah, Anyway, um, how about this? I don't know if you heard of this or not, but this is kind of a big deal, too. I don't know if it ever leads to anything. But we'll see. Congressional lawmakers. First thing I think you need to know, congressional lawmakers have made a criminal referral to the Department of Justice, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, against... Some former senior-level Obama administration officials. This is from Sarah Carter, including employees of the FBI connected with the unverified dossier. Remember that. Remember that. The criminal referral uh, was also made uh, against uh, Loretta Lynch, the former DOJ. Threats made by her against a do uh, against the FBI informant, the Uranium One guy. So uh, they're they're wanting things to happen. They are wanting things to happen. Criminal referral on Hillary Clinton, Jim Comey, Loretta Lynch about the Steele dossier and more officials as well How about that. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the Arizona PTA has pulled their support for the Doug Ducey school funding plan because they say it's unsustainable. They don't know where the money comes from. They don't say it's the end. They just say they want to know more and they need more details and it's just not looking good what he wants to do. Third thing I think you need to know. 94% of immigrants in our prisons, that's over 35,000 people, are criminal illegal aliens. That's a big, big, big number, isn't it? That's a huge number. Three things I think you need to know. Now, uh, 4th Avenue. I remember my first trip to Tucson. I first visited Tucson, people said to me, you have to go to 4th Avenue. You have to go to 4th Avenue. All right, went to 4th Avenue. I'm like, is this what Tucson is all about? It's awesome. People walking around with some guitars in the back, asking for money, smelling like patchouli, got some strange, unique stores. And I'm like, is this really what represents Tucson? You know, do you have a problem with that, by the way? There are people that actually think that 4th Avenue is the lifeblood of Tucson, that it is everything Tucson is about. Isn't that a bit weird? Do you really want Tucson to be known for that, for 4th Avenue? What do you want to be known for, potholes? It could be nice weather resorts. I don't know it Fourth Avenue. It doesn't exactly. I mean, let's face it. People with a lot of money to spend or any money to spend. Are they really going on a fourth Avenue? I mean, it's a college, but it it should. Fourth Avenue should be a place for college kids, college students to go do their thing. And they do to a point. Downtown is competing with it. You know, you go on, uh, you go on Congress. Going on Broadway, it, it competes with it. However, it's not just it's not just college students. I mean, it's like a it's it's like some older burnt out hippies that still haven't. I mean, they still haven't grown up. They still haven't gotten. They never will, by the way. They never will. So, I, I remember one of the first times. I mean, I haven't been on Fourth Avenue a lot. I mean, I was there probably on a business meeting a year and a half, maybe a year ago. Maybe a year ago. I went into there was a it was a, a bar and it wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't the Surly Wench. It was a nice bar. It was like a wine bar, booze bar, I forget the name of it. Uh it's towards the end. Sky anyway. Bar? No, no, I don't want to give it plugs. No, it was it was down down towards down towards the end anyway. Um, but it was cool uh because there was actually a guy sitting at the bar in an Islander's jersey, and I'm like, what are the odds of this? Another guy that is that needs psychological treatment, just like me. Uh anyway. Apparently some people on Fourth Avenue are very upset that there are going to be more there's going to be more college housing. There, the Maloneys that's there, I guess, is is going under or has gone under. I don't know. They're going to replace it with uh, kind of high rise or somewhat high rise. Anyway, it's as tall as 160 feet. Uh housing. And of course the uh, the NIMBY's, the anti growth, the let's keep it all the same, which is why Tucson, you know, never grows crowd, is against it. It's against it. And there was a story on Tucson News Now about this, and I want you to hear it, and we'll get to this, because the city actually, city council approved the zoning for this yesterday. They approved that there could be housing there, and there could be some shops, and there could be some, uh, can't be pawn shops, can't be weed shops, Uh, If there's any kind of bar or restaurant, it can't sell booze. You can sell wine and beer, but not booze. That's what they said. Isn't that nice? There you go. That'll stop it. So Tucson News Now, Kevin Adger had this story. Number 55. We'll pause it for a reaction because in this story, it's a chick that uh, that owns one of the shops that I've never been to, and you've probably never been to either, that has these kinds of knickknacks that people generally wouldn't buy. Um, Well, let's just hear the story. Here we go.
1: My parents bought this building uh, that has Pop Cycle and the Sterling Wench in the 70s, and they had an antique store. So, um, so we kinda of, I've kind of grown up down here on the avenue. Dee oh, Dee
2: is co-owner of Pop Cycle. She says the atmosphere currently much different than what it used to be.
1: It was, you know, a lot of hippies, and um, it had like kind of that very yeah, yeah, uh,
2: yeah,
1: interesting vibe. Interesting.
2: The change to the area is coming quickly. The most recent development, a high-rise that will be located where Maloney's is. It's a concern for Canaan.
1: We're disappointed, I feel like. I feel like it's not that we're necessarily opposed to density, but we feel like that density needs to happen in a very responsible way. What? you
2: would think, the more apartments in the area, the more foot traffic to the stores. Kanan tells us that's not the case for her store. No, these
1: two student housing that have been brought in have not brought any business to us. Unfortunately, I think the students have, um, you know, they they travel to, you know, they eat at school, they you know shop at Target.
0: If you missed it, she owns a a place called Pop Cycle. Now I've never been there, but I went to the website, and what does it have? It has a bunch of uh, random freaky art by artists, which is why they starve. And they they say we want you know you go to the website. It's it's so funny. You go to the website. I just googled it. Pop Cy- I'm giving them more plugs than they need to, but it's it's something. If you just Google Pop Cycle Tucson, it brings you to their website, and. And it's cool, they want American artists. I should ask them why they're xenophobic. It's true. I mean, you could tell which way. they. they I'm pretty sure they don't like Trump. But their story is, PopCycle was founded in 2008. This is from their website. With the goal of promoting local ma- local art made from recycled materials, reused products, and refurbished goods. Tucson's a desert community that has long shared an appreciation of makers and a dedication of uh, to sta- uh, sustainable causes. They say when you live in an environment of scarcity, you quickly learn to rethink usage. Okay, blah blah blah. Our true goal is to support artists in the USA who are already making items out of recycled materials and encouraging artists in our community to do the same. And the things that they have for sale, again, you'd walk in and be like, "Well, this is kind of unique," and you walk in and you're like, "I would never buy it," but cool and you walk out. Right? That's what you would do. If you've seen if you've seen the pic, yeah, I may have to buy something there. Why? Really? Because my wife is into that country chic stuff. It's not country is, chic, dude. There is nothing some sort in of there. Chic. Nothing with skulls and killer clowns <laughs> is country chic. <laughs> you have no style. That's Wait, not country chic. Which country are we talking about, though? They have like paper mache looking dead deer hanging on walls. That is totally country chic. <laughs> what country? Yeah, what country? Russia. Exactly. That'd be bears. <laughs> um, it is. It's again. It's one of these random places, and you know who would like it? People that live near Fourth Avenue, maybe. But what? They, this is not some place where college students are going to go buy this stuff. It's just not going to happen, right? They have unique Tucson shirts, I think. But that's pretty much it, right? Um, they have a baby onesie. They have a picture of a cactus, and it says "Don't be." A, and what happens? You know when you prick your finger, that word? So it says, don't be a rhymes with brick. Nothing says, I want my kid to be in a onesie. Then maybe I would get my kid that. Anyway, that's what it is. And and she's worried that, man, college students don't come and buy my stuff. This is not a place where college students would go to buy this stuff. Do you know what this chick's attitude is? This chick is the, is the poster child. And I get it. You want character. You want to keep it. That's fine. But this chick is the poster child of why Tucson doesn't have a highway. You know? Let's continue. Let's play it.
2: Recently, the group had a Save Fourth Avenue event. People brought in old pictures and posters of the area and talked about the history. Oh, it's yeah, all part of a push to get a community benefit agreement that Kanan says will move Fourth Avenue forward and forward. keep its identity.
1: Where the developers make an agreement with the community that they're moving into, that they do, you know, there's a give and take. That they're going to give us this, and we're going to, you know, be. Um, I guess not protest their
0: development. Ah, protest! Yeah, hippies, Fourth Avenue. Okay, um, yeah, protest. So uh, this is this is what's awesome. So I guess Fred Ronstadt, former city councilman Fred Ronstadt, this local paper said uh, uh, again that is he the one that said this? Shh. I could have what I read in the local paper. They're like, look, this is the lifeblood. Fourth Avenue, that's what Tucson is. That's exactly. Oh, here we go. Ronstadt said Fourth Avenue is the soul of the old Pueblo. Maybe that's the problem. It's that kind of thinking that keeps holes in the road and keeps electing idiots that don't fix the problem and aren't capable mentally of fixing it. Anyway, we'll have more on this later. 653, it's KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Yes. Hello, 709 on this Thursday, April 19th. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. This is a big one. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this. It's probably not covered in the local media but uh border patrol agents in the tucson sector arrested three mexican nationals carrying as breitbart calls it multiple weapons that include quote assault style firearms don't you love that yep um multiple assault style firearms additional ammunition discovered by a canine uh, this, this is, there's pictures of them. I'll put this story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio. Like it and follow it and you'll get there. Maybe we need a uh, gun control on the border. Did these guys pass background checks? We don't need a wall. Mexico sends over their best people. If you don't believe that, you're racist. Okay. And this is right here. Uh, not far from where, where I am right now. 17 miles From the Arizona-Mexico border, Tucson sector agents teamed up with Customs and Border Protection's air and marine operations to get these guys. How about that? Second thing that I think you need to know, 94% of immigrants in our prisons, it's over 35,000 people, are criminal illegal aliens. 94% immigrants, (laughs) there's over 35,000, 94% of the immigrants are criminal illegal aliens. We get to pay for them in prison. But a wall, again, won't work. And we shouldn't fast-track deportation. No, 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 no. We need to pay for all this stuff, right? Okay. Third thing I think you need to know is the Arizona PTA has pulled their support for Governor Ducey's school funding plan. They said uh, it's unsustainable. We don't see where the money comes from. So we're out. We're out. Three things I think you need to know. And don't forget Steve Christie, Supervisor Steve Christie, coming up in an hour. We uh, We talked yesterday about... The fact that uh, the a Green, Vi- a Green Valley Golf Course that's been out of business, the land was donated by the guy that owns uh, Borderlands Construction. He just donated the land. Here you go, Pima County. I don't want to take care of this anymore. It's going to cost ninety thousand bucks to actually uh, fix it up, and then a hundred grand a year to maintain it. But the roads, they still suck. So we'll get to that in an hour with uh, with Steve Christie. What? Oh, you couldn't hear me whispering. The guy on the phone, Steve.
2: Steve said, "Is that what liberals mean by universal background checks?" Oh, exactly.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant. I thought you like said Steve was calling in early. Steve, the other Steve. Oh, oh no. That's no, what no. threw Different me off. Different Steve. Okay. Scuba Steve. So anyway, uh, yeah. Steve Christie's going to join us because he backed that. He backed that. He said there was unbridled enthusiasm, which again I haven't heard since Kramer said it on Seinfeld. Unbridled enthusiasm in Green Valley for this stuff. We have unbridled enthusiasm. We get the roads fixed too, right? Eh. Uh There's just a lot of stuff to it. We'll ask anyway. Let's talk about Starbucks because I have a few things for you. One, there is a uh, a black comedian who's actually a conservative guy. So before you you know you lose your mind, who uh, wanted to <laughs> he wanted to show how bad Starbucks is, and uh, he went to a Starbucks. I don't know where. I don't know where this guy is, uh, but he went to a Starbucks. Uh, and he has a YouTube account. So he goes to a Starbucks and demands reparations in in, in the name, in, in the, I guess reparations, which would be free coffee. Free coffee. So he goes to a Starbucks where there's a white female barista and she totally buys into it. It cracks me up. She literally gives the dude free coffee. Doesn't even think twice about it. And, uh, and I'm thinking this is just great. So Starbucks apparently has no problem with their employees giving away the product for free as long as they don't call the police if people are loitering, <laughs> ah! Listen, I love that Starbucks is getting this. They deserve everything they have coming to them. It's not against the employees or anything like that. Maybe some of them, not all of them, but Starbucks deserves all this crap because they've gone out of their way to kiss the butt of everybody and just promote the liberal ideas and the liberal agenda. And now they're getting attacked by the same people that they thought were on their side. This is just beautiful. This is so. This is so good. This is so good. I'm sorry. It is. You can't. Even if you work for Starbucks, you have to agree. This is pretty freaking funny, and it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> so I want you to hear, and I'll put it on my page as well, uh, at my Facebook page. I'll put it at knst.com. I'll put it everywhere, right? I want you to Let's play the comedian first. and then Because then, by the way, this morning, the, um, uh, the two black guys that were arrested at the Starbucks were on Good Morning America. And I've never seen this before. They, it was those two guys, Robin Roberts from Good Morning America, conducting the interview and the two guy's lawyer and all of a sudden the two guy's lawyer starts asking questions as if he's an interviewer or a journalist or whatever from from good morning america like i've never seen it before he's like leading his witnesses to get public opinion to back his uh, to back his uh, his clients i've never seen that before i'm be like i'm asking the questions not you whatever so this comedian, his real name is Brian Sharp. He goes by like Hotep Jesus or something like that on YouTube. Uh, I want you to hear. Let's play 56. We cut some things out. He goes into a Starbucks and he <laughs> just got to This is just so good. Listen, here we go.
2: We better go inside, get my free coffee. Y'all ready? How you doing?
1: Good, how are
2: you? All right. I heard y'all was racist, so I came to get my um, free coffee. Yeah, I heard you guys don't like black people, so I wanted to get my Starbucks reparations not our, not voucher. It's
3: What's
2: not, that? Is
4: that a real thing?
2: It's a real thing.
4: I mean, I'll give it to you. I, yeah, I saw I'll that on my Twitter you. last night. I was
2: like, Yeah, I need, I need a free coffee. A
0: free coffee. Pause it. I'll give you a free. Coffee. <laughs> oh, you a free coffee. I saw it on my Twitter. It must be real. And there you have it. That's why you don't. None of this rock the vote bullcrap. No, no. By well, the way, notice she didn't say. I saw it on NBC last night. I saw it on the news last night. I saw it on my Twitter. That should, by the way, that should be chilling. To every network out there, every every cable news station, it should be chilling. Again, I told you the story. We had a U of A marketing class come in. I think it was last year. And I said, how many of you actually watch TV? Or did I say subscribe? You were in here. Did I say subscribe to cable? How many of you have cable? Well, no, I actually. Yeah, yeah, how many of you have a cable or, or, or satellite, none of them raised their hand. They had Hulu, they had Netflix, and they got everything on Facebook and Twitter and the Internet. And the Internet, yeah. And well, what do I mean for you, Garrett? Listen, we give something that's unique. We're not the same thing as the TV news or anything like that, so we'll be just fine. We give a perspective that nobody else gives. We're going to be okay. So anyway, it was on my Twitter. That's nice. All right there, G. And she's a college student, by the way. All right, let let go. Did you go back a couple seconds? I because you got to hear what she has to say. By the way, she thought that this happened in Arizona, of course. Listen, as here we go.
2: Yeah, I need I need a free coffee. A free coffee. That's what, what I'm talking what about. Happened? This Where is justice. Arizona. Arizona. Really?
0: What? Are you serious? Pause it. Don't you love that? But Arizona's full of racists. Philly? No way.
2: Let's continue. Um, this is justice. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> It's great customer service. Yeah, I was reading that and I was like, there is no way. Absolutely. Absolutely. You just throw some milk in it? (laughs) Of course. Uh, hold. Yeah. Reparations, man. That's so funny. Gotta get my reparations for being black in America. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. What? Do have any flavors in it? We got caramel, hazelnut. I'll take caramel. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You got to get your free coffee out here, man. You got to get your Starbucks reparations, man. Huh? Yeah. This is how we do, man. Black lives matter, baby.
0: He's laughing. Again, don't lose your mind. Don't lose your mind. He's just proving a point that, uh, I mean, they actually did this. This is hilarious. A white barista felt guilty. No, I don't need your money. Should I go to Starbucks later? Hi, I'm Jewish. Uh, I my I, I mean I haven't done really the hard labor, but uh, back in the day, my people built a whole bunch of pyramids. were slaves. Can I get some free coffee? How do you think that would go over? All right, now let's uh. This image is too funny, too funny. Now let's play for you. He was on Laura Ingram's Fox show. Uh, later that night. And he explained why he did what he did. Listen to this comedian, Brian Sharp. Here we go.
2: I am sick and tired of liberals using black people and making us look like victims, making us look soft with their liberal dogma. It is disgusting. The other thing I hate about liberals is. If you're a black man, as I am, in America, they will not hand you a microphone unless you follow the liberal narrative. And I said, you know what? I bet if I go into Starbucks and I follow a liberal narrative, I'll make the news. And voila, here I
5: am.
0: Just like that. Good for Henio. He's right. They only give you a microphone if you want their point of view. But everybody wants to be inclusive, right? Just like the uh, the anti-gun uh, people from Parkland, you know, from Florida. They wouldn't let people that had a different point of view speak at the uh, their big rally they had, right? There's a fake Starbucks coupon going around the internet now. Somebody tweeted this out. There's a fake Starbucks coupon. They put a barcode on there and everything, like a QR code. It's hilarious. It's a Starbucks cup, and it says, We're sorry. We know we can do better. Starbucks values all people of color, and we're working on employee sensitivity training. The best dialogue starts over a cup of coffee. We'd like to buy you one. The Let's Talk coupon. And they offer it, the person who made it up, it's offered for a free cup of coffee if you have African American heritage. I identify as one today. Give me my free cup of coffee. All right. One more. Brian Sharp actually gives a great shout out.
5: <laughs> the, oh, comments, the comments, you can't, you can't do it. You can't no, do it. Can't.
0: So Brian Sharp, on uh, he actually gave props to the white barista that gave him the free cup of coffee
2: out of guilt. Here we go. She went straight for the venti. I have to give Amanda props. She went for the venti. I got a large. She gave me milk. I should have asked for almond milk. And she did give me caramel with the sugar in it. So, so getting... Yeah. <laughs> she went straight to the venti. Oh, uh, she didn't go for the tall, which is the
0: small. Straight to the venti. I love it. So good. So good. Alright, now you gotta hear when we get back. Um These two men that were arrested at the Starbucks. I still can't figure out why. I mean, of course, you get arrested, you'd be mad, I guess. I don't know why they wouldn't just follow the actual rules. And they were asked that. We'll get to that in the whole interview. It's just, you got to hear it to believe it. What these guys say, their side of the story. This is, they're like, it's like they're pulling a Jim Comey. This doesn't do them any favors, I don't think. But you'll hear what these guys had to say, their side of the story. It is unbelievable. It's just dumb. It's coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's your morning ritual. Meet Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Ten. 728, thanks for hanging out. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it. I put the uh, the story about the illegal aliens crossing the border with, uh, I mean, some, some pretty heavy firearms. Some pretty... You know, you, you you sure they were, you, you think they're AK-47s? That one at the top looked like it's, yeah, well, yeah, they're definitely AK-47s. Okay. And the one at the top looked like it's fully auto. Okay. So you could have that. By the way, I think uh, Facebook is screwing me over, because I, um, the story that I posted about the, uh, really quick, about the Tohono Odom tribe saying, no white men on the border, we don't want, uh, on our land, we don't want National Guard here, blah, 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 uh, that reached over 11,000 people right and I get pretty good reach I put the video up of really quick uh the video up of Allie Miller uh go you know basically exposing this garbage with the uh, the, the golf course that they had the land donated yesterday it's going to cost 100 grand to upkeep it down in Green Valley Pima County residents will pay for this and it reached 42 people. How does one reach over 11,000 and one just 42? Something, something is not right. Something is not right. Anyway, really quick, uh, Mike, welcome to KNST. Hello, Mike.
6: Good morning. Uh, oh, I, I just just cracking up over you the, the situation with the uh, comedian at Starbucks. Yes. And stop laughing. So I was wondering, you know, should we all find out something, that, how we were wronged in life and go to... Even go get our free cup of coffee at Starbucks.
0: Yes, why not? I, mean, I it, got
6: a physical disability. Should I get my free cup of coffee?
0: What's your physical disability?
6: Cerebral palsy.
0: Yes, you should totally do it. Why not? Play, mean, it's you, Starbucks like you is said, false.
6: You You're your Jewish faith. Your ancestors did hard labor. You should get your free cup of coffee.
0: Exactly. You know, someone's got to make up for that, right? <laughs> why not? Hey, some chick dumped me when I was in seventh grade. Starbucks! I need a cup of coffee for free. to make me feel better. <laughs> Any excuse. So what's mine? You're ugly. <laughs> fair enough me free cup of, cup of coffee, coffee for Ryan. there you go all right uh mike appreciate it man thank you very much okay have take a good you day too. thank you um i want to play one quick excerpt of the interview with these two gentlemen that were arrested at the starbucks in philadelphia uh it's uh dante robinson and rashawn nelson right the, this, the, this is not. Good. I hope they keep speaking publicly. It's not going to help them. Again, it's so funny how Starbucks literally threw their own employees under the bus. Everything's happening. I got a Starbucks employee sending me messages saying he's so happy that Eric the gun runner holder is going to do the reprogramming with the racial bias training. And he said, he goes, you know, there are actually some conservative people that work for Starbucks, but we can't say anything. It's like TUSD and other school districts. So sad. Uh, let's play the short one, the rules. 61. Um, listen to this good morning America this morning Robin Roberts with these two guys and their lawyer here we go listen to this
4: what What do you say to some people who say rules are rules that Starbucks has a policy you violated that policy the police asked you repeatedly to leave and you didn't how do you respond to people who say that
3: what I say is I understand that rules are rules but what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong what? and that's in any situation whether there's race involved anything and, and robin i'm sorry but yeah,
0: what we what what the what yeah i understand Yeah, so i gotta buy something i can't just sit there i mean the restroom is for people that buy things you know rules are rules but what's right and right is wrong and wrong what yeah you're not gonna get public opinion on that there's more. Wait till you hear what else. They talk about their side of the story, and it's not good for them. We'll get to that coming up at about 6. Steve Christie coming up at 8.10. Don't go anywhere. Here's 5. Leading Talk. 7.40. Thanks for hanging out on this Thursday. we got Steve Christie coming up in a half hour. The Pima County supervisor who is all gung-ho, unbridled enthusiasm for that uh, golf course donation. That's going to cost uh, Pima County taxpayers hundred grand a year to up, up, upkeep and maintain as a park. Isn't that just nice? What's the point? Anyway, three things I think you... Need to know. Let's bump this up to the front. Uh, there was polling done. Did you hear about this? ABC 15 up in Phoenix Bowl. Um Now, here we go. Um, when it comes to the Republicans, Kelly Ward is in the lead. 36% compared to Martha McSilent at 27 and Joe Arpaio at 22. Oh. Lee's latest numbers just show a huge swing since a January poll. That had um, Sheriff Joe in a dead heat with McSally. Now it's reversed. How about that? Maybe McSally needs to come on the show to get her message out, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, however, it says here Kirsten Cinema is leading everybody. Which, whatever, we'll see what happens when it happens. Kirsten cinema against Ward 50 to 40. Against uh, McSally 48-42, and she beats Sheriff Joe by sixteen. Okay, sure. Sure, 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 sure. We'll see what happens. Second thing that I think you need to know. Um, you had again uh three Mexican nationals cross our border illegally in the Tucson sector, right here. I mean, not far from where we are. Uh, and they had some pretty heavy weaponry on them. Um AK forty seven, it looks like some other stuff. I'm telling you, it was it was bad. But walls don't work. Universal background checks should that have? Yeah, there you go. Would it stop them? Uh, so they listen. They're not sending their best and brightest over. These are dangerous people coming across the border. Why is this not making the news? I have the story on my Facebook page. Like it and follow, it and you'll you'll see it. Third thing, I think you need to know: Arizona PTA yanked their support for the Doug Deucey things. I think you need to know now. Let's get back to this uh, this story from uh, this morning. Good Morning America, right? you have these two gentlemen that were arrested at the starbucks in philly and they literally i don't understand the i don't understand their point i just don't i just look at how would i act if i go into a starbucks for a meeting i'm using their place of business for a meeting got to follow their rules they say you want to go to the bathroom you got to you got to buy something all right you know what i'm here for a meeting let me buy a cup of coffee and then i'll go use the bathroom what the hell's the difference and all of a sudden the whole country is turned well not the country idiots are turned on their head Let's play the first part of this interview from Good Morning America, 59, if you don't mind. And the Robin Roberts of Good Morning America, it's her, the guy's lawyer who somehow becomes an interviewer, and the two gentlemen. Uh, it's funny hearing Robin Roberts introduce this. Here we go. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for being here.
4: It has been quite a week. It's been quite a week. Um, Dante, you both walk in. You get a table. Roshan, how long was it before you asked to use the restroom?
3: Uh, immediately, as soon as I walked in. And uh, she stated that they were for paying customers only, okay. and I just left it at that at that moment.
0: And the response was, what did he say? Pause, you have pause to pause. buy something. What did he say right there? It's for paying customers only, and then what? Hang on. Go back right there. It's cool.
3: As soon as I walked in. And uh, she stated that they were for paying customers only, and I just left it at that at that moment. And the response was, you have to buy something. Yes.
4: Then you Racist. go and find Dante. You're at the table. What happened next?
3: Um, we're at the table. We sit down, we're just talking amongst each other. Um, she then comes from around the register, as you know, walks up to us, asks if, uh, you know, she can help us with anything. Can we start with some drinks or water or something like that? You know, we, when we have bottles of water with us. Oh. So, you know, we're fine. We're just waiting for a meeting. We'll be out really quick.
0: Pause it. So, okay, this chick's so raced that she goes over and says, can I help you with anything? And then these two knuckleheads bring their own drinks into a, into a coffee shop. You're not supposed to do that. You can't just bring in your own food, your own drinks. Really? You having sympathy for these guys now? So, they won't just buy the cup of coffee, they're using the facility to have a meeting. Bringing in their own drinks. And then wanting to use their bathroom. Oh yeah, they need to go through reprogramming at Starbucks, I'll tell you that, let's continue.
3: Type thing, gone, um, and that was it.
0: So, approximately 435, you arrive for
4: a 445 business meeting. According to 911 accounts, the call was placed at 4:37, approximately two minutes after you arrived to 911. What did you think when you saw police arrive, Dante? It can't be here for us. So when they do approach you, what do they say, and how do you react?
3: Well, initially, um, as soon as they approached us, they just said we have to leave. There was no question of, you know, was there a problem here between you guys and the manager? You know what happened. When you were arrested,
4: did they tell you what you were being arrested for?
3: No, not at the time. He wasn't read any rights. Nothing. Just double locked, handcuffs behind our back, and escorted out and put into a squad car.
4: Why do you both think that store manager called 911? Well,
7: as a lawyer, Robin, you're asking them to um, have an opinion about somebody else's intent. The facts speak for themselves. There's not a single witness that says that these young men were misbehaving in any way, and you can see and hear that on the video.
0: Pause it. Well, not misbehaving. Okay, they come in, they bring their own drinks. The rules are the the bathroom is for customers only. They say, can I get you anything? They're not behaving badly. What, they weren't throwing things? They weren't following the rules. That's not behaving bad. That's behaving badly. Let's continue.
4: Well, the video has been viewed almost 11 million times, and and part of it, Dante, you can see that you're talking to the police officer. What were you all saying to one another?
3: I was just trying to, you know, process the situation to myself at the time, um, because I'm thinking about my family that I have, my community. So in that moment, I'm trying to process what's going on because. It didn't really hit me what was going on that it was real until I'm being double locked and my hands behind my back.
0: Okay. Let's continue because now it gets weird where all of a sudden the lawyer starts asking questions on Good Morning America to his own clients. Here we go. Dante,
7: did you at some point uh, offer to... Uh, call the person you were supposed to meet with, because I know he I, he's shown on the videotape. What does that uh, have to do with anything?
3: The first time, you know, they walk over and they say you have to leave, I say, we're well, here for meeting.
4: What is the business meeting about?
3: It's a real estate meeting. Oh, okay. We've been working on this for months.
4: What, what do you say to some people who say rules are rules, that Starbucks has a policy, you violated that policy, the police asked you repeatedly. To leave and you didn't. How do you respond to people who say that? My favorite. What I
3: say is, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Rules, are rules, rules are rules, but what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. What does that even mean? And that's in any situation. Whether it's race involved, in anything.
7: And, and Robin, I'm sorry, but what is, what is that rule? Starbucks holds itself uh, open as a, uh, a place uh, for people to meet. Uh, and to have public conversations, those are words from their website. Yeah,
0: be on a
4: the bathroom. Said he has met with you. Can you divulge what you all discussed? We approached uh, Starbucks
7: and suggested that we engage in, med- in mediation with a retired federal judge in Philadelphia. And they agreed to that proposal, and we are still involved in that process. Oh, yeah. That process requires confidentiality.
0: What do you want to see happen here? Pause it. Don't. We'll do more of that in the next hour. What do you want to see happen? We got Steve Christie coming up, but is this not of the most ridiculous thing? So Now you find out they bring their own drinks in. They don't follow the rules. And if you go in there, you I've met people, and you know what I do out of respect? I buy a cup of coffee. It's the right thing to do. You're using their facility. Whatever. This is going to... This, this, this too will prove to be a bunch of garbage. And it's really, you know what? I'm glad Starbucks is going through all this garbage because they deserve it because they didn't have the backbone to stand up and say, no, 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 buy something. We didn't do anything wrong. People don't act, you're not supposed to act this way. They say, you want to use the bathroom, you got you to gotta buy something. It's just every homeless person in America would go into a Starbucks then and bathe in it. And they already do. There you go. Uh, we'll continue. 750. Don't go anywhere. Back and forth. KNST AM792 sounds most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word cash to 200, You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's cash to yeah. 200, 808, what are you doing? It is part of your morning ritual, isn't it? Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one, ABC 15 poll up in uh, Phoenix has Kelly Ward in the lead. Out in front of Martha McSally, 36% said they back Kelly Ward, 27 McSally, 22 Arpaio. How about that? Now, the negative news is that apparently all three lose to Kirsten Cinema. But it's really early for that. And do you really think that's going to happen in this state? Do you really think so? Kelly Ward, though, you know, maybe it's because she's making herself available all over the place. She's answering questions. She's not Martha McSilent. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, you have three Mexican nationals crossing our border illegally with AK-47s and all kinds of stuff. Right here in southern Arizona, the Tucson sector agents... Uh, We're part of the team that captured them. And I have the story on my Facebook page, but we don't need a wall. And if you say that Mexico sends anybody that's uh, not the best and, you know, sending over bad people, you are racist or something, right? Yeah, sure. Third thing I think you need to know is the Arizona PTA has pulled support for the Doug Ducey school funding plan. You knew what happened. They're all going to, it's all going to become all the union, all the demands, everything else. Anyway, but they said they... They pulled support because it's unsustainable because all, all he said is, "Well, we're making more money thanks to uh, you know tax revenues more than we thought, so that's what we'll pay for. and they go, we don't we don't see it. We, you got to give us more." So they pulled support for now. Three things I think you need to know. All right, so uh, this story uh, came about wait which is it one or two? okay, thank you. So uh, this story came out, and we talked about it yesterday about how Pima County. Is now taking on uh, 130 acres of an out-of-business golf course to make into a park for people down in Green Valley. 90 grand to fix up, 100 grand to to maintain. Four to one for it. uh, uh, The only person against it was Allie Miller. Steve Christie down in his district. He was all for it with unbridled enthusiasm. That term just cracks me up. And Steve joins us now to talk about it. Hey, Steve, how you doing, man?
6: i'm doing great and i 'm looking forward to refuting all the false allegations that Supervisor Miller made on your show yesterday, and wow. if possible, issuing uh, several personal challenges to Supervisor Miller as we progress. Thanks for having me.
0: You got well before we go on when you said unbridled enthusiasm, did you not think of Seinfeld
6: you know i 'm sorry i don't remember that episode. oh. I'm sure it was funny, and had I known that that was uh taking away from no that, I've never, so, i haven't heard
0: that since Seinfeld It cracked me up it was how Kramer described a manuscript and it was totally well, wrong. It, it was just funny
6: it sounds appropriate in, in the case down here, but uh, I would rather not be known as the uh, <laughs> as taking things from Seinfeld
0: no oh, come on it can be worse so let me ask you this all right you have this uh this guy that owns borderlands because this just this just smells funny Steve guy that owns Borderlands construction. Uh, according to the story in the Green Valley News, he bought the golf course in 2014, and it, would, it was already closed a year. He did he? So he already bought a closed golf course four years ago. Was there ever a plan to open it? And If he bought a closed golf course, because obviously it couldn't sustain itself, what was the point? And did he buy it ahead of time, knowing he would just donate it for some reason to Pima County?
6: Well, I have no idea what his motivation for purchasing it was four years ago, and uh, he he owns another golf course that's doing quite well here in Green Valley, and as you know, the golf course industry has changed significantly over the last few years.
0: Yeah, it's not good.
6: And it, uh, and it hasn't been good, and apparently a business decision was made that uh, there was not a sustainable way for the uh, owner of the property to maintain two golf courses, so... He did not reopen the already closed one.
0: So uh, when he originally uh, last year or last summer went to Parks and Rec and said, "You guys want this?" They said, "No, it's too expensive to operate. It's not we. It, it just doesn't make any sense." So if they said it's too expensive to operate, why did you think it was not too expensive to operate?
6: Well, it wasn't my doing that uh, uh, made it so it was not too expensive. The re- the reason Parks and Rec turned it down initially. Uh, and this was not brought up, of course, uh, conveniently in yesterday's interview, was because Parks and Rec were under the understanding that the property would be resumed either as a full-blown golf course or repurposed into what is a traditional or stereotypical park setting, like ball fields, soccer fields, baseball diamonds, uh, backstops, benches, parks, dog parks, all of the things that we think of when we think of a traditional park, that either both of those options, making it into a golf course or repurposing it into a traditional setting, would be very expensive. That was never the case or the intention, and that was why Parks and Rec said initially this would be too expensive.
0: So is Parks, now, and, Rec, that, is, is Parks and Rec behind it now? Do they think it's a good idea now?
6: They they are now behind it because they now understand what the purpose And the repurposing of that property is it is going to go back to a natural, vegetated state, just like a lot of uh, open spaces we have within the city of Tucson and throughout Pima County. They're going to allow it to go back to its natural setting, which is minimal expense, minimal upkeep, minimal cost, and allow it basically for uh, hiking paths, walking paths, trails, and the – uh, ability to uh, get out in in, a, in an open environment, but it is not going to have lawns. It's not going to have watering. It's not going to have a baseball diamond. It's like walking through the desert.
0: So it's not going to co- Is it going to cost a hundred thousand a year to upkeep, like the report said?
6: I the that it, I didn't even hear a hundred. I heard less than ninety. Most most of which will be covered uh, by community grant, grants and community organizations like the Lions Club, the Green Valley Council. Uh, a number of uh, friends of the park it's a terrific opportunity for an under-parked community that has a minimal cost, open space, naturally vegetated setting. Oh, I got you hang on a second. Though. A hang job.
0: on a second, Steve. So we were told I, I read in the report, I, I read that it's going to cost ninety grand to clean up because the sidewalk the-, the-, the side the paths are a mess, there's all kinds of I guess uh, high grass, you name it, so ninety grand to clean up and then 100000 a year to maintain. Is that not accurate?
6: I would say the, the 90000 uh, to open it up is, is probably accurate. It's been, after all, uh, shuttered and not used for three, four years. There's been some deterioration uh, in, the, in the past. And in order to make it safe and usable for a, an older community here, uh, $90,000 to bring it up to a safety uh, level and to an acceptable level for public use, I think is more than than justified, and and in the and with, when you're talking about 130 acres, ninety thousand dollars to bring it up so people can use it, is not out of the question.
0: Okay, so and is it going to cost a hundred thousand dollars a year to maintain?
6: That I don't believe it will. I believe between the community and between uh, bidding and uh, help from uh, grants such as Freeport, Matt Moran, and other business uh, enterprises that the costs to maintain a natural vegetated state uh, parkway should cost well less than 90 So that is an estimate. It's probably on the high end just to be safe. But uh, even so, um, that kind of money for 130 donated acres, I think, is a bargain and a good deal.
0: Well, okay, we have Steve Christie, Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie on KNSD AM 790. Um, why not have... The guy that owns Borderlands, who gets a lot of contracts from Pima County to do work, right? Why not have him? He has the equipment. He wants to just be done with this. He doesn't want to maintain it. He doesn't want to pay taxes anymore. Why not say you want us to take over the land? You clean it up.
6: Well, I, that was never brought up into the discussion. I don't see what the problem with doing that is. But here's somebody offering 130 acres. Oh, I get it, but it's going to
0: cost. But here's the thing, you still haven't given me like an actual estimate. Like, what is going to cost Pima County taxpayers every year to to maintain this park?
6: It's estimated somewhere around seventy to ninety thousand dollars.
0: I mean, okay, so you you have that seventy ninety grand. Uh, the guy's just dumping it on us because he doesn't want it anymore. It's a money loser, and then we got to be. You could say, "Well, look, we're going to raise ninety thousand dollars to originally fix it up, blah blah blah." I mean, this guy just gives it away free and clear; he's scot free. And then the taxpayers—if you guys don't get enough donations, we have to be stuck cleaning it up. The guy has the equipment; well, he's got a really good business. Why can't he do his part?
6: Well, you're you're making the uh, at the assertion that uh, the eighty or ninety thousand dollars is an extraordinary, exorbitant amount of money to maintain and keep a park safe and operational for 130 acres. But I've done a little research, and um, I was looking at uh, District 1, uh, Supervisor Miller's district, and she's been railing about the cost of this little donated park, 130 acres down here of $80,000, $90,000. Uh, and she touts herself and Valley Ballyhoo's Ho- herself as the watchdog of public taxpayer funds in her district alone to maintain and to keep Her parks in her district on her watch operating last year cost $3,082,970, almost $3.1 million of taxpayer money to fund her 17 parks. That's a lot of shiny objects, and she's supposed to be the watchdog of public spending seems to me the kennel door was left open. Well, but, but hang on because, a second, Steve. She didn't she didn't
0: she didn't buy those parks. She didn't she, and they, they were there. She became supervisor. They were already there.
6: That and they probably this is a, stretch. a lot they they were probably uh, purchased too and that's another expense. No, but, so but you think it, they were purchased it, while it, in the it, past 6 years? So bad, if it's so bad that we're going to spend maybe $70 to $90,000 a year for one park to keep it open it's got to be equally as bad to spend $3 million in maintaining 17 parks that the whole county is paying for in Supervisor wow. Miller's district. $3 million. Steve, I mean, now, I know you know. You thing, yeah, she okay. has, let me tell you just one more very mm-hmm. interesting fact on park maintenance. It costs $3.1 million a year to maintain the parks in Supervisor Miller's district, and that to me, I think, is a huge amount of money. But, you know, Green Valley and my district, which goes north from Mount Lemmon, south all the way to Green Valley, the cost of maintaining our three parks is $362,000 for three parks. It costs ten times that amount to maintain the parks in Supervisor Miller's districts. Yet there's no outrage over that huge three over over her tenure on the board, five and a half years—that's fifteen million dollars at least that could have, in her fuzzy thinking, gone to the roads. Derek, uh, Derek, Steve, this Derek, this sorry.
0: is yeah. It's okay. Sorry. I've been called worse. It's all right. Um, I, I beg your pardon. Not, not that's that's not a problem. Um, so you're trying to make the case that parks that were already in existence, already in existence, are comparable to you when people—the number one thing they want right now—is roads fixed. Parks in existence is comparable to um, saying, "Let's just not put a hundred grand a year or ninety grand a year, whatever it is, towards fixing the roads. We'll just use it to maintain this desert park area instead." You know this? No, are you I'm not? Saying, are you not seeing? Because that—that's the point you're making. That's the point you're making. This is insane, no, no, man. This is this isn't good, Steve. My, my
6: the point I'm making is that it costs for all of our parks in District One to be maintained. Three hundred and sixty-four thousand dollars. Supervisor Miller has over seventeen parks that cost three point one million. I know I'm aware of this, that, Steve. This, but, they, this, but this is Steve. This you're not.
0: You're, you're, no, you're not. This are, is apples and oranges. Right now, nobody. Exactly. No, hang on, Steve. Right now, nobody is like, you know what? I think instead of using money to pave roads, we should buy land, or we should take land. Excuse me, take land and then spend ninety to a hundred grand a year, whatever it is, to maintain it. That's, that, that, that's a new thing. What you're doing is new. What you're t- trying to make Ali responsible for, which is insane to me, are parks that already were in existence. That has nothing. They're, they're not the same, man. Is this the best you can do?
6: Come what on, I'm Steve. Trying, what, I, what I'm trying to do is show that in order to maintain a, a park or an open setting or whatever, ever, it costs some money. There's $3 million going to her parks. And there's 89,000 going to donated wow. parks here in an, in an under-parked community that desperately wants and needs and has the full backing <laughs> of the community. Let, let's face park. it, Let's
0: face it, Steve. Green Valley is full of a bunch of older people that generally don't use parks nearly as much because they're older people. They can't do it compared to younger people that live in District 1 that have that, families and that kind that of stuff.
6: That is not true. This really? Is a retirement, that is a reti- this is a retirement community. I'm aware. It's very active. Well, the Green Valley Recreation uh, organization has all sorts of physical activities for the, the community here. This community wants desperately this park, and it's being donated 130 acres, minimal cost to maintain it. It's a good deal for the community, and they want it and need it.
0: So, but the rest of us have to pay for it, which I mean, it's a brand new thing. Well, Again, the, we- rest of,
6: the rest, of us are paying for. No, all but dark. Yeah, I can't believe you're making. You're
0: not. This is not sounding good for you, Steve. You keep saying this, but we're not dumb. We're sick of this stuff, man. You're saying we've already been paying for those parks. Those parks have been in existence. Right now, people say we want all the money to be used to fix roads. And when it's shoved in our okay. face that there's going to be money to to build a soccer stadium and other fields. And now this park, we're saying, what the hell is going on? And you were not supposed to be the guy that, de- that does this stuff, man.
6: I, uh, what you're basically telling me to do is to tell my, my constituents, the people that voted for me, the people that I represent, that I'm going to flip my middle finger at them and tell them, no, you cannot have this park because Allie Miller says it's a bad deal. Not when they have made studies and have grouped. Uh, outreach to the community, and they have made it clear that they desperately want and need this park and are willing to help pay and defer the cost for it, and it is a ac- community enhancement, a quality of life enhancement, and a property value enhancement for a community that has barely three parks.
0: You're flipping the finger to everybody, people down in Green Valley and everywhere else that want the roads fixed.
6: Well, if that's the case, then, then if, if maintenance... For parks is a bad thing to have. Wow. Let's take let's take all of the maintenance money for hmm. parks and put them to the roads. That's a challenge. I
0: I would challenge that to happen. Okay, so may, may bring it up, see what happens. But I, let let really really quick. Also, this borderlands again was it never brought up? Why he wanted to keep the clubhouse and a maintenance building? Why was he allowed to keep that stuff so he can sell it? Why not have that? You want to donate that to us, so it's our responsibility of this land. Give that to us, so we can sell that. And then use the the proceeds to pay for the upkeep or pay for the fixing of this.
6: During the due diligence, the uh, the maintenance building and the clubhouse were never part of the pr- of the transaction. Never included. Why? Uh, why should it be that to refurbish that and to re- repurpose that? That would be the expensive part. That's that's a. That's what a what is he? But that. what is
0: what is he going to do with it?
6: I have no idea. You think he's going to? You, you think he's going to keep these? I would assume that there would probably be some, maybe some use uh, on the retail level or commercial level. I don't know. But the cost and upkeep and acquisition of those buildings uh, were never included in the deal and would definitely be, hmm. now we're talking money, I think he wanted two, three $300,000 for them. And the county said, no, we're not interested.
0: Well, they were thinking about it, but why not just say, if you want us to take this land off your hands give that to us also, because we can't put all of this on the taxpayers. That never came they up, probably, right?
6: the, the, the thought process, and I wasn't in those thought, that, those meetings, but I would assume the thought process is the county does not want to take on the responsibility of having to deal with the expense of maintaining those pieces of property. All they wanted was the 130 acres to repurpose it as a natural setting park.
0: The county buys buildings all the time. They, 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 they remortgage buildings to, to give a loan to Worldview.
6: Well do you agree with that? No, but I mean
0: why stop now? Because I I'm just should, looking at this as that why more Because because, because why not get assets in order to sell them? Why why not do if he's he's not gonna keep these, you know he's gonna sell these. Nobody asked him, what do you plan to do with these pieces of property on the land that we're gonna own?
6: Well there's all kinds of things that he could be doing with them, I don't know. Again, all I can tell you that the community and the county were only interested in one thing: that the, the donation of 130 acres for a
8: park setting.
0: Man, you, are you not seeing any? Like, do you, do you understand that people may be up, you know, are upset at at the the fact that it looks like parks are more important than fixing roads right now? Taking on new I, parks, I, fixing and fixing roads. I, I,
6: a 130-acre mm. donation of land to a community for recreational purposes, for enhancement of the quality of life and property values, in, in this manner, with minimal costs involved, is a good deal for the people of this community, okay. my constituents, and they want it.
0: And there was never anything brought up, Steve, to this guy that has all the construction equipment in the world with Borderlands Construction that he shouldn't be responsible. If you want us to take the land off your hands so you have nothing to do, you need to clean it up. Maybe you need to maintain it. Something like that needs to happen. I mean, nothing. No, there was no deal. Nothing that this guy has to do anything on his end.
6: He's he's donating the land. Mm. He's donating the property. The property. I don't know what the, if that ever came up. I don't. I'm I'm, I'm assuming it never did. Well, were you who, said, were
5: you, not, were you not part
0: of this? Who, who was who was part yeah. of negotiating all this? Just Chuck Huckleberry? The,
6: this was between the the. Uh, I'm sure it was between the the county administrator, Mr. Huckleberry, and the Parks and Recreation Department.
0: You had nothing to do there. You were you you represent the district. You didn't have any say?
6: I didn't ha- I didn't have any of the actual negotiations because I put it out to the community for to allow them to find uh, uh if this was something that they wanted to back and wanted to support and they overwhelmingly did. Okay. Tell you, you what, man. What, this is this is this is what my my constituents wanted and I'm not going to turn my backs on representing what they want.
0: I I understand. Tell you what, we might have to get you and Allie in here if that's okay in the next day or Monday or something like that, if it's possible. We'll, we'll call you guys off the air, okay?
6: Very good. I appreciate the time.
0: All right. Thank you, Steve. Take care. It's uh, Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie on KNST. 842, thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. And by the way, if you want to chime in about what Steve Christie said, holy smokes, 880-KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight. Man, oh man, oh man. Craziness. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, Now, three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, ABC 15 pull up in Phoenix has Kelly Ward with a comfortable lead over Martha McSally. It wasn't that way a few months ago in January. Maybe Kelly Ward's hard work is paying off. She is, uh, Republicans have her at 36%, McSally at 27, Arpaio at 22. Second thing that I think, by the way, unfortunately, cinema, Kirsten Cinema beats all of them, but it's still early for that, uh, and there's still some undecided. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening, um, but you have the Arizona PTA yanking their yanking their uh, support for Doug Ducey's school funding bill. They say it's unsustainable. We don't see how it works. He hasn't given us uh, given us enough details. So we were for it, now we're against it. Third thing I think you need to know, story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Uh Illegal aliens caught crossing our border from Mexico, three Mexican nationals with AK-47s and some other really nice firearms. Assault style, don't you love that? Don't you love that? Uh, it's happening. Uh, it was 17 miles north of the border. Tucson sector, uh, Border Patrol agents caught them. Thank goodness. But we don't need a wall. And they're sending over their best. You shh right three things i think you need to know all right what's that can't reach him okay it's okay yeah it's weird uh so what do you think about this uh steve christie when the best argument and the only argument you have is um as, as to again he know listen he's not going to answer it and this is crazy it's too bad it seems to me steve's gone full politician right um steve christie to me knows he can't win this argument why we are ignoring uh sending a, a 90,000 a year to roads 100,000 possibly a year to roads and instead going to maintain a a golf course that is out of business into a desert parkland i mean so what about all the grass that's there are you going to let it go you know let it go brown Are they going to add what are they how is it going to become desert I, I just don't understand that um but when the only way to try to win the argument is Allie miller has 17 parks in her district. We have three. Maybe we should take the cost down there. What does that have to do with anything? We're adding new costs. You want to raise taxes on us? He wants to, he thinks we should do this, by the way, we should do this, this sales tax increase to help pay for road repair over the next 10 years. You want a new tax on us? Well, you'll bring down property tax. I'll believe it when I see it. So he wants to have a new tax on us, and for some reason he knows he can't win the argument. So he's saying, Well, Allie's district has a whole bunch of parks. Maybe we should get you know the funding away from the parks. And I mean, we're going to go tit for tat for all this stuff. Is that what's going to happen here? So here's a question. What? He said his constituents want it. Yeah. Right? Well, I got did, emails. Did they take a vote? Did, uh, did they ask anybody down there in Green Valley? Was there more than just the people who. I guess he put it out. I don't know how they, you know, maybe they hit him up. I don't know. I got a lady who's emailing me from Green Valley. The guy's thinking is convoluted. I live in Green Valley. We are not desperate for a park. Why doesn't he know what the deal is? Hello. I can call my in-laws and see yeah. if they're contacted yet a, and asked. This is a group of homeowners around a golf course who didn't want to lose property value. So disappointed. There it is, property values. That's what she writes. Um,
2: you know, when it comes a becomes a natural desert-style park, is this where the new homeless camps are going to be? <laughs> I, I'm, dude, these are questions I I I'm know. getting Listeners yeah. are crazy about this and I, well, he
0: said I you know I'm I'm not going to flip constituents the finger and say no well everybody everybody wants roads to be fixed. Well everybody wants roads to and I again but there here's the thing there was no talking to him anymore. He wasn't going to see my way because then he would admit that he was wrong. And again this this is all shady between Borderlands who gets millions of dollars in Pima County contracts for road construction and other things. I mean this is like the worst deal ever. Steve Christie was a car dealer. He owned car dealerships. You think he did? You gave bad deals. You think Steve Christie would give things away? He was looking for the best deal possible too. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? Hey, we'll just... and to me, it's irresponsible of Steve to not ask, "What are we doing with the? What are you doing with those buildings? Why do you want to give away all the land but keep the buildings? What's going on with that? All of a sudden, Pima County doesn't want to own buildings. I this is just uh, this is just absolutely remarkable. And he threw down. He threw down a public. And I got to text him. He threw down a public request, right? To, to Allie. Well, Allie has already hit me up. She's available next week. So I'm going to text Steve to see if uh, he's available as well. And, and we'll go from there and I'll let you know. I mean, this is, uh, this is, this is just crazy to me. Hang on. Uh, let's start with another Steve. Steve, welcome to KNST. Hello.
9: Hello. It sounded like he was like a little kid playing games. Like, well, somebody has this and I'm going to do it. Even if it's wrong, he doesn't care if it's wrong. Because he obviously don't care about the people who want the streets fixed in his district. Yeah. He only cares. He's, can't, he look, he's looking at his political career to say, well, look what I've done to get reelected. He doesn't, he doesn't care about what anybody says. Because if he cared, he would go after the potholes first.
0: And that's the thing. I mean, the streets. And that's, you know, if he's telling me that parks are more important and spending 90 grand a year is more important, then why are they trying to have a tax for a new tax to fix the roads? There's no new tax being introduced to bring more parks or pay for parks. Nobody would support that.
9: Because no one cares. They don't think anybody will vote for them. They do the potholes, but they think, it, and they're, you know, they scratch each other's back. That's why, the they Republican or Democrat, it doesn't matter almost, because they'll do whatever it takes to help each other out to make themselves reelected. And, I'm, and Steve, he fell right back into the trap of what all the other ones are like. And, it, and I, I thought he was going to be there for change, and he's not. He's just there as a person to get reelected. And all, he, he don't. I don't know, he has blinders on in some purpose. He doesn't want to hear the other side.
0: Well, again, that's why I asked about this whole Borderlands thing. I mean, this guy, I'm sure they're buddies. I'm sure oh, they're buddies. Harris this guy gets all the money.
9: All these years, yeah. it, Steve has been all these, here all these years. Borderland construction all these years. You know the families have intermingled in business
0: transactions. I know. Uh, well, I don't know about business transactions, but I, I'm sure they know each other. But I'm sure what, they know each other. That's what there. I
9: mean. That's what I mean. They've known each other, and that's how this all came about. And it's, it reminds me of that Oral Valley crap. Exactly. Ex- take this off by <laughs> hands.
0: Let the taxpayers foot the bill for it.
9: Exactly. I mean, what what's the worst I'm thing that would happen? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. What would happen again? What what's the worst thing that would happen if all of a sudden, it it didn't work that way, right? And all of a sudden, uh, Pima County didn't take it over, and this guy just didn't want to pay taxes, and it goes into foreclosure. If he wants that to happen, what what happens at that point? Again, are you more worried about? The people that just own the homes on the golf course? I mean, it sucks for them. I get it, but that's the brakes. That's the brakes. I don't get it. Paul, welcome to KNST. Hello, Paul.
10: Hey, good morning. Morning. Would, hey, thanks for a great uh, interview there. I think it really showed how tone-deaf some of the supervisors are mm-hmm. uh, on this issue. I haven't heard any discussion about what the loss revenue would be on taxes that this guy's currently paying for this parcel of land, I think it's.
0: Not, I think it's. I, I've heard it eighty eight hundred dollars a year.
10: Eighty eight hundred. Yes. Okay, not not a huge amount lot of uh, money. No. But I think it also goes to the issue of how the question is asked. He said, "You know, his his community supports this." Well, if the question is asked, you support more parks, then I think the answer is going to be yes. Yeah. Who,
0: who's too, yeah? Who doesn't support more parks?
8: Right.
10: Exactly. <laughs> you ask the if you ask the question, you ask question, are you willing to assume this expense forever in lieu of uh, using the money to repair roads? I think you'd get a very different
0: answer. Exactly. Would you rather spend ninety grand a year to maintain a park or ninety grand a year to fix roads?
10: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the money, you know, it's a zero sum game in terms of uh, uh, what monies are available.
0: You're you're you're, you're really right. And you know, this really just it hurts me. And I thank you for the phone call, Paul. Thank you very much. Uh, I mean, this just I think this just means that uh, Steve Christie has uh, become one of them. I mean, it, it it's a ludicrous argument to make. Well, Allie Miller has parks, and we pay for those. Should we not do that? It's not. What? We'll continue. It's 852 on KNST. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word luck to 200-200. You'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's luck to 200-200. Bop. Bop. Oh, yeah. How you doing? Nine oh nine on this Thursday, April nineteenth. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, ABC News fifteen poll up in Phoenix has Martha McSally trailing Kelly Ward. Kelly gets thirty six percent of the vote right now. Martha twenty seven. Sheriff Joe twenty two. Three months ago, Martha had the lead. Remember she told that guy in Saddlebrook, I am not going on Garrett's show. I'm too busy getting my message out. How's that working out for you? Uh however, they all lose to Kirsten Cinema, but it's still early and I still don't see that happening. I just I just don't. I just if they don't want Jeff Flake, they definitely don't want Kirsten Cinema, okay? Second thing that I think you need to know: three illegal aliens from Mexico crossing our border with some heavy weaponry, AK-47s, you name it. Tucson Sector Border Patrol agents found them, captured them. I have the story on my Facebook page. I also tweeted it out. Uh, nobody, why is not the local news covering this? They don't, do they not want you to know? Would a wall help? What a wall help? Third thing I think you need to know is the Arizona PTA has yanked their support of Doug Ducey's school funding plan because they say it's unsustainable. They, don't, there's, there's really, they said it was a good idea, but there's not much to it. We have no details. And I see it. Three things I think you need to know. I see, again, I, th- I think I've been in Green Valley once. And if you've been in Green Valley, please, you can call and let me know what you think. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I got a message. Green Valley has plenty of hiking and walking trails in Madeira Canyon. Okay. Um, it's a little far, but it's nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, if you are pro-Steve Christie, you go to the front of the line uh ryan had to go to the bathroom during the break i i was uh, actually screening some phone calls and some lady started yelling at me are you guys gonna just take anybody that is for steve christie i'm like sure yeah you got it we'll put you first well you know you guys can't keep saddling up to adelaide miller and blah blah blah. i go hang on save it for the radio i don't want to go on the radio
2: then don't call me
0: well then why are you calling (laughs) us and asking if we are actually going to have anybody that is for steve christie i'm giving you the chance if you think listen if you think this is a good idea no offense to the people on the phone now that ag- I'd rather have people, like Brian knows, people that disagree, go first. <laughs> Holy smush! he was just, meh, 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 meh. I'm like, okay, listen, last chance. Meh, 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 meh. You want to go on the radio? No. Okay, bye, click. I have no time for you. I don't care what you have to say unless you go on the radio. What? What? I don't want to go. Well, then stop calling. Just listen. <laughs> I mean, hello, to my world. You know, it's like going to a restaurant, ordering food, and then not eating it. Which is crazy. That's that is something crazy. I'd never do. I, exactly. I, yeah. So hang on. Uh, I'm getting more and more stuff, by the way. This, this is a, uh, this is great. This is from Dan. Um, Steve revealed what he and his cronies talk about. He wants me to do a John, a John McCain impression saying that. Like, Steve, Steve revealed. And, <laughs> I stop it. I can't. Allie Miller has a park, so why can't I have a park? just don't get it. Um... And then Dan writes, this is great, he wrote, he wrote, juvenile is a good word for Steve Christie. I mean, it really is. I mean, it didn't make him look good. Like, that's, the, again, if you missed it, Steve Christie called in defending backing the idea of taking the 130 acres, paying 90 grand in taxpayer money or donations, whatever they, oh, we're going to have donations. You don't even know how many donations you're going to get. You have no idea. Taxpayers are going to be paying to fix it up and then maintaining it. And you, you notice he was very wishy-washy trying to answer that. I'm like, well, how much is it going to cost? What's it going to, Well, I've heard 100 grand. That's way too much. What's it going to cost? What's it finally between 70 and 90 grand a year? Okay, that's what it's going to cost us. Maybe we shouldn't take the donation. Maybe we don't need that right now. And his response was Well, Allie Miller's area has 17 parks. Should we not pay for those? They're not new. What is going on here? Can't this guy take it as a tax write off as well? I believe he can. I mean, that's to me. To me, again, I got a tweet about that from Mariano. He said, This guy is going to be able to take a tax write off as a donation. And we get to pick up the cost. Hang on. Brian, welcome to KNST. Hello.
8: Hey, sir. Hey, Darren. All right. Hey, I'm, I'm a little confused. I heard myself on knowing what you're talking about most of the time. But uh, on this interview, were you talking to Steve Christie or Steve Kozachik?
0: Oh, it's so sad, isn't it? Like one guy says, you know, he's an R, and then all of a sudden goes the complete opposite direction. I know, it's like Steve Christie, now Steve Crony. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, I'm, Make- tr- I'm like Trump now. I'm making up the blessings. Look at me. <laughs> They're making it easy. They're making Switching it easy. Steve Christie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Or hiking Steve Christie. That's not the same thing. Strolling, strolling, walking, 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 walking Steve Christie. Oh, man. <laughs> good Brian, stuff, good hey, stuff. Thank you, man. See you, buddy. Take care. Thank you, man. That was pretty funny. That guy. That guy. That guy. He's funny. Leave the funny to us, but Brian's funny. Uh, I can't see the name. I can't see the name. Thank you. Gary, welcome to KNSD. Hello, Gary.
8: Yeah, good morning. Thank you, Garrett. I'll make this real quick. Sure. I live in a subdivision just southwest of Houghton and Okay. and our streets are just terrible. And I live in a cul-de-sac, and the garbage trucks, you know, have to make a U-turn, and it just wrecks the roads. But I tried calling to find the supervisor's name for the county, Steve Christie. I couldn't find it, so I looked under Road Maintenance and Traffic Inquiries and I call the phone numbers, and guess what? Hmm. Their numbers are disconnected. You're kidding me. And there are no other numbers to call.
0: You're kidding me. No. <laughs> Un- unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, so again, you're, I'm assuming you're down in Houghton, so that's Steve Christie's district, right? You're District 4? I believe so. So you're one of those guys that you'd, I mean, would you rather see parks in Green Valley or your roads fixed?
8: I'd rather see the roads fixed. If you've ever been to Gilbert. That looks like a brand new city. The yes, it does. End I... of it is everything's paved, brand new shopping centers, everything. And then you come back to Tucson, and there, every there's gravel on every road. It's so dangerous. River Road, all those roads.
0: It, it potholes. It causes damage. You name it. I don't know if you. I don't know if you heard the story we did. Was it about a month ago when Bud Foster of uh, Tucson News Now, Bud press release Foster, um, did a, he basically did what what Huckleberry and them wanted to do. He did a story saying it's actually cheaper to do a tax increase, um, the sales tax increase, than it is for you to pay that extra average 100 bucks a year is going to be better for you than paying the average 500 bucks a year in damage to your car that you need repaired. And then um, one of the people he talked to was someone that used to live in Gilbert. And he said the same thing as you, Gilbert, the roads are just gorgeous, it's just great, and blah, blah, blah. But in that same story, Bud Foster said, well, you know, they want the sales tax down here in Pima County because visitors and tourists... Don't pay their fair share. They've gotten away with it. I'm thinking, what, do does Gilbert not have visitors and tourists driving through it? Give me a break. Well,
8: they have lots of snowbirds up there. Oh, yeah. But, but what I wanted to find out was how much of our subdivision on the roads could be paved with $100,000. It's a great question. Could they do the whole subdivision? You know, there's two or three different subdivisions here. Could they do it all and make it look really nice? Because right now... I've been here since 91. All they do is put black tar in the cracks, and they call it done.
0: Mm-hmm. I right, Listen, uh, it's frustrating, man. And, yep. and, again, the fact that his only excuse for supporting this was, well, some of my constituents liked it, like the bicycle club, uh, and Allie has more parks too. That's, that's not, that doesn't cut it. That doesn't cut it. So we have that. Thank you. I appreciate it, Gary. Take care. What um Well we'll do that after. We'll do that after. Don't confuse me. 880 KNST 8805678. I know, I know, I know. We'll get to that. Can you play really quick once again? We'll play the entire Steve Christie soundbite if you missed it from yesterday. Uh the whole unbridled enthusiasm. Who supports what he uh what what he wanted? Well, play play the whole soundbite. Play the whole soundbite. Uh it is number forty seven. Yes, forty seven. Here we go.
6: Green Valley has embraced this open natural setting with unbridled enthusiasm and already maintenance partnerships to care for the park are in the works. This property conveyance to the community of Green Valley is thoroughly supported and endorsed by the Green Valley Recreation, Green Valley Salwa Chamber of Commerce, Country Fair of White Elephant, Mark D. Napier, Pima County Sheriff, mm. the Town of Sawadee, the Department of Parks and Recreation, the Kanoa Hills Redevelopment Rede- Committee, the Green Valley Desert Hills Number 4 HOA, the go. Green Valley Council, yes. and the Santa Cruz Valley Bicycle Committee.
0: Naked. If they want to all pay for themselves, go ahead. But that never happens that way, now does it? 880-KNST, 880 Ted, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, good morning, Garrett. What's up, Ted? Um, I
9: haven't. I didn't get to listen to the whole interview, but what I got from it, Steve, is a little put out that she has seventeen parks. Yes. Maybe why did not she just share some with them? He wouldn't have to buy that other one or do anything. He could just have some of hers. Well, they, they again, hey, nobody
0: says people from Green Valley can't come up to District One and use the parks. That's right. But again, he said that she she has like three and a half million dollars a year, approximately three six, whatever it was, is spent on maintaining parks. And I'm like, well, Correct. again, Steve and. I, I couldn't believe he was doing de- it. Juvenile is a great word. I'm like, so you're comparing this? I mean, these are not new. These are already there. You want to, you want to take on a new cost instead of dedicating yeah. that money to fixing the roads. And he didn't want to see the difference because he knew. There's no defending it. That's the thing. No, there's he wasn't no even let you say
9: anything. He, uh, he had his talking points yeah. about
0: it. Again, you know, it's all about, I guess, his buddy that owns Borderlands, making sure he can donate the park because nobody would. The guy bought a closed uh, an out-of-business golf course back four years ago. It was already out of business, and he bought it. I don't know what he was planning to do with it. Was he going to try to, I don't know, maybe turn it into housing? I, I don't know. Maybe he realized it couldn't be housing, and then he decided to say, well, nobody wants to buy it. It's worthless land. I don't want it. I'll just donate it, you know, and, and take the uh, right off the donation and just go from there. Who knows? Hey, found
9: a friend and Steve.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Very very, right. very, Oro Valley-like. Yeah. So, there you go. Ted, hey, thank yo, you. Man. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> be good. Uh oh we got see listen again I am I am dying dying to uh to get people that back Steve Christie and back the idea of this. I just I want to hear it, so we're putting right to the front. Joe, welcome to KNST. Hello.
5: Hi, Garrett. Good morning. Morning. Yeah, I wanted to uh say I support Steve Christie. I've been in Tucson for over sixty years. I'm familiar with his background and I think he's doing a good job for us. This this politics is a very complicated issue. Hmm. Uh, before you go, you know, uh, if you get a chance, why don't you get in the car over the weekend, take your family down there, you know, do something fun. Go down and take a look. It might give you a little more insight on what's going on. I have not seen the park. So how do you know it'll be but, fun?
0: Hang on a second. if you have not seen the park, why? How do you know it's going to be fun to go see a closed down golf course?
5: Well, I'm saying that you could have a family outing and go do something fun either on the way there or on the way back. Oh, wait, but no, it, you no no, you didn't
0: you said you can go to the closed golf course. That's out of business and have fun. And you said it was well, good no, even but, like you've never uh, seen it.
5: I mean, Garrett, you make yourself out to be the 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 uh, morning ritual the greatest talk show host ever that's and true. I think you should do a little more research oh. and it might give you some insight on what's going on but Hang, me, hang on,
0: hang on. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Because you're obviously a plant, but it's okay. So let me ask you this, okay? No, I have to. I no, 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 no. I get. Okay, I'll let you make points. Just give me one second. Give me one second. No, is, no, 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 no. Give me one second. You've called in the past and tried to disrupt the show. Call, hang on a second. So, my going down and seeing an overgrown, rundown golf course is going to make me change my mind. That it makes sense that taxpayers should be on the hook for ninety grand to fix it up to make it look presentable, and then maintain it for ninety grand a year.
5: I'm just offering you a suggestion that might give you Noted. a little more insight. Noted for something that you're not putting in the equation, but that's not really why I called. Okay, I think the ninety thousand dollars is a very small amount. Hmm. The fact that he mentioned Alley Miller and what it costs—if you have parks, whether whether they're donated or the county buys them, like they have in the past. Hmm. They cost money to maintain. The ninety thousand dollars is kind of a small uh, amount in the overall scheme of things. If um, uh, uh, people would would uh, uh, they they say they have the golf course, I think I'd rather have a golf course than the open desert. But I'd rather have open desert than another house, you know, next door to me. There's lots of on the roadway when people are driving anywhere. Uh, every mile is somebody adopts that area, so there will be volunteers stepping forward. But it's a very small sure. expense, so yeah. I don't uh, hold it against Steve for comparing that that there will be expenses for this. And what two two more points and oh, I'll go.
0: You're killing me. No, no, you no. You're have, not going to. You have
5: alienated almost every politician that comes on. If if you would be a little kind to these people, the mayor won't come on, the governor won't come <laughs> on, the sheriff <laughs> won't come on. You 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 have no idea. Don't, don't.
0: Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, you can't say things without me jumping in and giving my opinion, okay? I'm not going to let you just tear into me. So can I retort? Is that okay?
11: You
0: have three hours. No, I I have four hours, actually. I have four hours. Don't shortchange me. So (laughs) the reason why Doug Ducey won't come on the show is because he doesn't like tough questions. He didn't like when I asked him. When he was running, he said he would get rid. He would get rid of Obamacare in this state. He'd get rid of it. It's got to go. It's got to go. And then when he was asked by a reporter, would you like to get rid of it? If, they, if the Republican legislature actually did that and, and voted and you got the chance to repeal it, would you do it? He said, that's a hypothetical. I don't want to answer that. And I called him out for that BS. And then the fact ah. that he doesn't want to be called out, it's not that I'm alienating him. They don't want to answer a damn question, man. Stop insulting well. me. You're, I'm getting close to getting my time wasted right now. Do you have anything else that's actually that makes sense?
5: Yeah, I'd like to comment on something Brian mentioned. You know what's happening? No, I don't want to hear. Those garbage trucks are are some of the worst offenders.
0: Okay, I shut up. Like okay, oh, who owns the garbage trucks? Man, you know what? Hang on, I got a text. The sheriff will always come on. I want to ask him why the hell he's supporting this. Napes? Yes. Okay. We're gonna call him when we get back. It's true. All right, you texted me. I appreciate that, sheriff. I want to find out why you have unbridled enthusiasm for this park. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh man! I'm telling you know what? This is this is just too much. Get- can somebody come on with Steve? Really back him? Really say why it makes sense? Because even Steve couldn't say why it makes sense. Hang on, real quick. James, welcome to KNSD. Hello. Good
9: morning. That was a good one.
10: Thank
0: you,
9: uh, sir. We need a recall. I was talking to Ryan. You know, I've mentioned before that they're amateurs. They get in there. There's no mentor for them. What you've seen Steve Christie do is call himself a Republican just to turn out to be a rhino. He's announcing the progressive liberal agenda. You know as well as I do that, lady's right about the tax break. That man bought that property. This is really starting to smell fishy. He's not going to pay a penny. He's actually going to make money because he's going to be able to write it off in tax.
0: Yep, exactly. So
9: That's his favor. Meanwhile, everybody's stuck paying for that park and everything that's going to go along with it. And you tell me the last time the government came in right about their
0: price. <laughs> hey, 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 I have an example. You want to hear an example of that, why the government was totally accurate about their price? Do you really want to know? Because yes. I have that available for you. Hang on. It's right, uh, it's right here. For
6: Americans who get their insurance
2: through the workplace, how many people are getting insurance through their jobs right now? Raise your hands. All right, well, a lot of those folks... Your employer, it's estimated, would see premiums fall by as much as three thousand percent, which means they could give you a raise.
0: Yeah, you're a little bit off sometimes, aren't they?
2: Oh, yes, sir, <laughs> they are. And he's
9: sounding like Barack Obama Jr. Oh, by the well, way. let's
0: not go that far. Let's not, he's just it's just not it's obviously a friend helping a friend, which is very cronyistic and it's not good. So anyway, hey, James, thank you, man. I appreciate it, buddy. Nine twenty six, we'll continue. I gotta call Sheriff Napier. What the hell is he doing supporting this? What the hell? What's the difference? Why? We'll talk about it in uh, in Ford's KNST. All right, 941. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST, I am 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. I did not put the Allie Miller interview on my Facebook page. I'll put that up there and the Steve Christie one. That'll be later on today. Compare and contrast. I have not heard back from Steve Christie if he's available on Monday. If not then, then Tuesday. Allie Miller has told me she is available on Tuesday. Quickly, three things I think you need to know. Number one, ABC News 15 poll has Kelly Ward out in front. 30, let me just make sure I get this right, 36%. 36% uh, of the votes in the Republican Party going to Kelly Ward. 27 to McSally, 22 for Arpaio. Uh, According to the poll, 15% of likely GOP voters are still undecided in their primary choice. Uh, They think that Kirsten Sinema will be the... Democratic nominee, and uh, according to this, the Democrat is beating all three of these head-to-head. So we'll see what happens. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, three illegal aliens were arrested, crossing the border in the Tucson sector, and they had AK-47s and all kinds of nice weaponry. Where's the cry for uh, a a border wall to keep these people out? I mean, they want universal background checks. Wouldn't that have worked? Yeah. Third thing I think you need to know, the Arizona PTA has decided to yank their support for the Doug Ducey school funding plan. They say it's just not, uh, it's just not there, it's just not worth it, right? Uh, We don't see it, it's unsustainable, we don't see any details, so we're uh, taking back our support. Sure. Three things I think you need to know. Um. Now, let's go to uh, Sheriff Mark Napier, because I was accused by a listener that I chase every single politician away. And Sheriff Napier sent me a text, said, uh, I, I don't I, I'm on your show. So, Sheriff, I appreciate that, man. How you doing?
11: I'm doing well, Garrett. How are you?
0: OK, so I appreciate you coming on the show. And look, we've disagreed on issues and you come back and we have talks. You know, other politicians, they won't do that. But that's, you know, Martha McSally said she would do Saddlebrook. She's too busy getting her message out to come on this show. That's because they said, "Why don't you go on Garrett's show?" And that's what she said. It's not working. Um, it's not working out too well for her. So, whatever. Well, well, we still have a while to go. So, let me ask you: Do you have unbridled enthusiasm for this uh, this park that's going to be uh, made on the and maintained on the back of taxpayers down there in Green
11: Valley? No, that's uh, certainly not the term that I would use. Uh, <laughs> not my vernacular, but I, I do support it, Garrett, from a totally different perspective. As I should, as your sheriff, I, I support it from a public safety standpoint that. The overgrowth of weeds and, and the environmental um, safety issues of just allowing that property to degrade um, is, is not a good thing from a public safety standpoint. I think most of us, and I played golf on that golf course when it was open, and I'm very familiar with the area down there, that these overgrown weeds are right behind people's walls, and this unmaintained area presented a safety issue to the people that live there. I mean, there's a fire danger. You know, fire got into this grassland area, and it's unmaintained. It also allows, um, you know, the unsavory elements to sneak around because these golf courses go right behind people's residents. And so the residents down there said to me, Sheriff, from a safety standpoint, we don't like this being not maintained. And there's a, a project that would make it a park and it provide minimal uh, maintenance to it, and that would make us feel safer. And I agree from a safety standpoint, that's a better solution. The business aspect of it is I'm not going to weigh in on that. I don't, I don't know enough about the business aspect of it and how it came about, the donation and, and all of those things. That's really not my deal as a sheriff. Uh, my deal is public safety, and I think from a public safety standpoint, doing something to maintain that property makes sense. Is this the best solution? I don't know. Um, it's not developable land. I know that from playing golf there. There's there's not a chance to put houses on there or or do some other purposing. And we both know, Garrett, from being up in Oro Valley, that golf's not sustainable right now. No. Um, so, so putting a golf course, I would love it if somehow the golf course could be sustained because it was actually a nice golf course. Uh, but from a business standpoint, that's not a sustainable venture right now. So when I looked at it, you know, purposing it as a park from a, a safety standpoint, while maybe not the greatest solution ever, is is probably about the only solution we could come up with. So that's well. That's let me why ask you this too. Okay, and people so, needed to know yeah. hear from me directly of why I supported it. Okay, and I appreciate um, that. So I think let me let me, let me just jump in real quick. should have the courage to yeah. come on and say that.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, let me ask you this: so it's a public safety issue. Are the roads, in your estimation, a public safety issue? Absolutely. So I mean that's the thing, and you said you know that you were told by people it'd be a minimal cost, but it's going to be. And Steve Christie finally admitted it: between seventy and ninety thousand dollars a year to maintain this. So you yeah, know. that's
11: the business aspect of it, uh, Garrett. And you know, I it seems like a high number to me. Uh, but the the real salient point for me, from a public safety standpoint, is what What purpose would you you know give that property and and um well thats but it, that, that, that should be up to the business owner. I mean
0: that that should be up to the owner, the borderlands guy. I mean, he's got all the equipment in the world. I'm sure if he can't find anybody to buy it, I'm sure he has big giant lawn mowers that can mow it, you know, and if not, he can get fined by the county and everybody else for not maintaining his property, right?
11: I, I agree with you, my friend the, the, but the political decision, not the sheriff's decision, the political decision was to accept it as a donation. and so once you do that, now it's the county's responsibility. Um, to do something with that land. And these are political decisions. I'm, I'm looking at it from a safety standpoint. Now the county has the property, and it's probably incumbent upon us to do something to purpose that property with a way that it would sustain safety. I agree with everybody. The roads are, are a mess. Um, I agree with that. I've lived in this valley for more than 30 years. It's it's a problem. Um, and certainly, you know, public safety, I'm trying to get my people raises. And uh, we need to, to maintain public safety on all fronts, and that's why I was elected as your sheriff to look at, public safety issues and try to apply my best judgment to it. The county um, accepted that donation. Now the question is, what do we do with it? And from a public safety standpoint, purposing it as a park probably makes the best sense. And I get, I'm not wild about the idea, but uh, that's uh, probably the best thing from a public safety standpoint.
0: Do you think that you had to actually make a stand? I mean, you know, couldn't you have just, did they come to you and say, Sheriff, do you support this or not? I mean, did they really, really say that? I mean, did did you have to even weigh in?
11: They did. And who Um, was
3: it?
11: I have a good relationship with the folks down in Green Valley, and they they came to me and said, hey, you know, this is something we would like to do with this property. The county's going to accept the donation. Would you support it as a park? Because we really don't know what else to do with it. We just can't allow it to overgrow with weeds and and all these things. And um, from that standpoint, yeah, I do support it. Um, The political decisions that got us to this point, I don't know. I'm not privy to all the information there. Um, so I, I can't wait in on that. Well, but you're a Pima county, county taxpayer, it,
0: you're, you're a county taxpayer, you know, you want to make sure that your money is used wisely as well, right?
11: Of course. Yeah, absolutely. But once the, once the donation is accepted, my friend, we've got to do something with that property and, uh, the purpose of it as a park, a, a low maintenance park, is probably the best purpose for that land. It's just not developable land and it's not sustainable as a golf course. So the question becomes, what do you do with it? And I think from a public safety standpoint, this plan is probably the best plan, and that's the grounds under which I waded into the issue.
0: Okay. Um, so is this, is this going to be more for your deputies to do, though? Is it going to be just a, a bigger area that you're going to have to patrol now as well since it's a park?
11: No, we would still be responsible for it, Garrett, if it was just overgrown with weeds. I mean, it's still within the county and any public safety issues that present themselves on that property would still be our, our um, issue. So I don't think from uh, just making it a park in any way increases our liability to serve that, and it may well diminish it slightly because it would be purposed in a legitimate purpose as opposed to just being overgrown with weeds and environmental uh, problems.
0: Okay. Sheriff Napier, thank you, man. I appreciate uh, you coming on the show and giving your opinion.
11: I will always come on, man. You guys uh, deserve to hear from me.
0: Thank you very much. Have a good day, sir. Thank you. Take care. Uh, 950. Now on KNSD AM seven ninety. Um, well, we could try to squeeze in some more calls. I'm getting hit up with more emails on this. I mean, this is really uh, incredible stuff. And I'll let you know. Again, I sent a text to Steve Christie to see if he wants to come back. Um, on top of that, again, if you actually, um, if you actually want to, um, well, hang on. Sorry, I'm getting hit up with everything right now. But if, if you want to talk about it, feel free. Uh, Steve Christie, uh, you know, I invited him on. Allie Miller is willing to come on Monday or Tuesday. This is just, I, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't buy it. I don't get it. I mean, if the guy doesn't, uh, the, the, the county should find him. Will the county not find the Borderlands guy if he's not maintaining his property? Wouldn't that happen to you? I mean, don't HOAs hit you up all the time if you don't maintain your property. They, they see one weed somewhere. You get a letter. This just stinks. It just stinks. We'll be back in three. KNST 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Radio
2: station.
11: This is a Fox News alert. No charges in the death of pop star Prince. I'm Lisa Brady. County prosecutors in Minnesota just announcing the results of a two-year investigation. Fox's Jeff Minasso following this live.
2: Lisa, evidence shows Prince thought he was taking Vicodin for pain but that the pills were counterfeit and contained fentanyl, a synthetic opioid 50 times more powerful than heroin. It was accidental. The superstar musician had no known Vicodin or fentanyl prescriptions. He died April 21, 2016 at his Paisley Park estate.
4: Despite their extensive efforts, law enforcement was unable to determine the source of the counterfeit Vicodin laced with fentanyl.
2: Carper County Attorney Mark Metz says because of that, no charges can be filed. Separately, a doctor accused of illegally prescribing Oxycontin to Prince agrees to pay $30,000 to settle a federal civil violation against him. Lisa.
11: Thanks, Jeff. President Trump slamming California Governor Jerry Brown again by tweet, calling Brown's agreement to send National Guard troops to the border a charade that the federal government won't pay for. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal is live in L.A. Well, Lisa, California California's governor had been waiting on federal officials to sign a memorandum before sending National Guard troops,
0: an agreement that 400 troops wouldn't be used to arrest illegal immigrants or help build a new border wall. Now, Governor Jerry Brown said they don't need a signature because the Fed's commitment to fund their mission was enough. But he makes clear in a statement they're being sent to help combat transnational crime, not law enforcement like the Border Patrol. The Guard has made that clear in other border states as well, that they're there in support rules. Governor Brown says
11: not all troops will be sent to the border. They will deploy throughout the state, Lisa. Thanks, Jessica. Wall Street right now, there's a sell-off underway. The Dow is down 152 points. Fox News, fair and balanced.